Well, this morning, my brothers and sisters, I'd like to share with you the opportunity that we might have as a parish to participate in what I regard to be a very, a very good um, charitable uh, organization or, or program called Family Promise. Um, but before we we talk directly about that, or I speak directly about that, I'll just share with you. I'm a, I'm a member, a board member of um, Catholic Charities of Wayne County, and they had a uh, fundraiser dinner the other night. It was Friday night, and so I went there, and it was just chatting with with people. And um, there was a gentleman, not a Catholic gentleman, but just someone that was you know associated with Catholic charities. He worked for Toys for Tots, <laughs> and um, great guy. Had a, had a good conversation with him. But he, one of the things he said uh, in the course of our conversation, he said, you know, he repeated to me a phrase that you can hear out there with people who are involved with charitable activities and services say this. It's kind of a, a proverb. They say, service to others is the rent you pay for your room here on earth. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a really memorable and, and great thing. I had to Google. I went home and I Googled it and found out it's a pretty widely touted about saying. So service to others or charitable giving to others is the rent you pay for your room here on earth. I like that saying a lot because what it shows is that first of all it's the exact opposite of a sense of entitlement. Okay, you know we think uh, the world owes us something, that life owes us something, but it, the opposite is to say, hey, you know I'm really grateful that God has given me my life, and there are so many things I've received from uh, the society that I live in that I'm not responsible for, all this kind of social, spiritual uh, capital that has been stored up and worked for by previous generations and by society as as a whole, and I'm a beneficiary of that. And uh, it's a wonderful way to then look at the different members of society and and show solidarity with one another and say, you know, this is my, my brother, human being, even if they have different beliefs than me or whatever it might be. This is my, my brother, my sister, fellow uh, human being, and we're all in this thing together. And uh, let's try to band together and help out those who are less privileged and, and who are in need. Uh, so that's kind of, you know, service to others is the rent you pay for your room here on earth. I like that saying quite a bit. And I think we see that in our readings today. You know, even though our gospel text is the healing of a man who's who's deaf and he's mute, and then, of course, it's a fulfillment of a prophecy we read about in from Isaiah in our first reading. But you know, even though the, the, those who are needy might not be physically uh, deaf, they are deaf in another sense because they have, it's been a long time since they've heard some good news. Okay? And Jesus comes and he opens up their ear and he brings them the good news that he's here to help them. And we as the body of Christ on earth, that's our job. We're there, we're here, and one of the main reasons we're here is is to extend that that helping hand and to be that voice that opens up the deaf and and says to them we're here to help. And again, they're, they the, the needy might not be uh, mute phys- physically in a physical sense, but they're mute in the sense that their voice sometimes is not heard. Their cry for help is not heard. And so again, Christ comes and he says, "I hear you, and I'm here to help." And we, as the body of Christ, do that same thing. In our other readings, it's, it's, they're very much more directly and obviously related to the social doctrine of the church. Did you get a load of this reading from St. James, our second reading? It's pretty heavy duty not to discriminate 
um, and, and make these become judges with evil intentions or evil thoughts, you know, saying, well, you know, I, I favor, even if you're not doing this consciously, we sometimes were uncomfortable maybe with someone who's dressed in a shabby manner, or, you know, and we, we favor those who uh, have the, the, the marks and the, and the appearances of wealth over those who don't. And that's, that's discrimination. And as Christians, we're called to love everybody uh, equally. So it's a great challenge. Um, and then we've got our psalm. Get a load of this one. I mean, tons of really great lines in here about the social doctrine of the church. The God of Jacob secures justice for the oppressed. He gives food to the hungry. The Lord sets captives free. The Lord protects strangers. The fatherless and the widow, the Lord sustains. So uh, these are these are wonderful encouragements and exhortations for us. Uh, to get to get busy, really, to doing uh, doing good for others. So this program that we have the possibility, it's still kind of in its infancy right now, kind of an embryonic stage. Uh, the the program we have the possibility of participating in is called Family Promise, and uh, I have a the, I've been in conversation with people who are trying to get. Uh, local expression up and running in Wayne County for about a year and a half now. So it's kind of been a long time in coming. But it looks like it's coming together. It de- it's a program that depends on the uh, participation of at least 13 churches or organizations in Wayne County. And so uh, we're getting close, they're getting close to being able to, to have that number. So it looks like it could possibly get off the ground. And uh, what it does is it's, it's a neat program because it really it, um, ministers to families as a whole. So sometimes you have shelters that are for poor men, and then you have shelters for women, individual women and individual men. So that kind of need is, is met, but oftentimes it's the families that kind of slip through the cracks and the kids uh, get ignored. Statistics from the school districts uh, say that last year uh, over 600 kids were homeless. In Wayne County, can you imagine that? Now, how do you define homeless? Probably they might have been able to find find shelter with some friends and things like that. Uh, but sometimes they're in cars. Believe it or not, you know, uh, it might not be that they're without a roof over their head for the entire year, but it might be a month or two, something like that. So it, it is a need in our community. And uh, what Family Promise does, how the program works, is there's a, there's two sort of, uh, there's a day center and then there's uh, a night, a place where the, the families go in the night to sleep. So the day center is in uh, the old uh, rectory in the Presbyterian Church in Lyons. They're going to use that as their day center, okay? And uh, that's there's only one day center and the families go there. It's like a home base during the day where they can apply for jobs, they can have an address, because you know, if you don't have a house, it's hard to apply. If you don't have an address, it's hard to apply for a job. So the day center provides them with an address. They do their washing there. They can eat there. Um, so that's the day center. Um, some of these families, they have jobs too, but they just, it's just, they're looking for a second job maybe. Okay, so maybe they're working during the day and they use the day center uh, and, the, and their spare hours to try to find that second job. So that's sometimes the situations they're in. And then they go, and then there's a night place. And the night place changes from week to week. And so this is where the host churches come in. And so this is where we could possibly help out. We have the old rectory in Lyons at St. Michael's. And uh, we'd like to use it. I'd like to put that to use uh, for the purpose of these families. 
and uh, it would be four weeks out of the year, so I think it's pretty manageable. So in their non-consecutive weeks, so maybe a week in September, a week in October, or you know whatever, a week in December, however that's to be determined. And during that week, that's when we provide the volunteers for things like you know blowing up uh, you know uh, air mattresses, um, providing meals. You know, so you might one person might volunteer. I will provide the meal for this family on Wednesday night, and another one will provide the meal for Thursday. Things like that. Uh, you know, I can dedicate three hours of my time to playing Monopoly with the kids there. You know, eating dinner with the families there, being hospitality, you know, showing hospitality to them. So it's that kind of activity. It seems pretty doable. Every individual is asked to contribute a small portion, really. It's not overwhelming. There are two individuals that we will need, though who are coordinators, and they, they're the ones that coordinate all the uh, other volunteers, and they, that's a su- more substantial amount of work. But I think once it's off the ground and running, even for the coordinators, it won't be overwhelming. We have one coordinator. We actually had two, but one had to step out. The one coordinator we have is Chris Loster, and she's very excited, and she's very energized, and she's been going to lots of meetings and has lots of information. She'll be sharing with us, uh, along with another gentleman, um, some of this, some more information about this program in two weeks from now. But we're looking for a second coordinator. And so if anybody is interested, I would really appreciate uh, you stepping forward. I might kind of think of people myself and go and kind of snag them, you know, and invite them to be that second coordinator. Um, but my brothers and sisters, I think this is a really great opportunity. One of the things that's good about it is that I'm not asking for money. You know, it's not asking for money. We're asking for, for time and energy and love. And uh, a real, oftentimes, personal encounter with those who are needy. The program seems to work really well. It's got uh, kind of like an 80 or 90% success rate, meaning that the people who go through it, they get back on their feet economically. They, uh, they don't fall back into poverty. So it ministers to a kind of select group of people who, if they, they just, they're high-functioning, and they just need a little bit of a push. They just get that little bit of push to get them back on their feet. Uh, it works pretty well. So you'll hear hear more about it in in the in the weeks to come. Uh, but again, I invite you to consider, especially that coordinator position. If there's anybody uh, who would like to step up for that, I, I can tell you more about that. We can get you, Chris Loster can can work with you as well. Um, my brothers and sisters, again, you know, the, there's people out there who are deaf in that they have not heard good news in a long time. And we can be the voice of Christ that comes to them and brings the good news that we're here to help them and bring to them uh, the love of Christ. So thank you for listening and please consider uh, participating in this, this opportunity.